It fooled me. We can't get fooled again. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. You don't know what you're talking about, do you? Sir? Because people have got to know whether or not their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. Alright kids, listen. Don't listen to this. If you're not of age. What's of age? Of age is like, you can make your own decisions in life without parental guidance. 18? 18. We're not in Atlanta. Georgia is We're not in Atlanta. We're not in Atlanta. This is 18 and up. Look. Atlanta. We're a bunch of of dudes and we're going to say some really bad words. And probably some things that might offend you, but don't listen to this. Can't wait till you listen. Yeah, don't. If do you're it. eighteen and up, don't do it. If you're eighteen, and yeah. Up. Hey guys, welcome back to the Conspiracy Podcast. This is Eric, Sean? So I don't know who's going to go first. Jorge, <laughs> <laughs> what's up, guys? <laughs> we are back. This is JFK conspiracy, JFK assassination. Mm. I think what is this episode? This be four. This would be four. Episode I think four. It was episode four. Okay. So the last episode we went in in depth on Lee Harvey Oswald. But he here's the thing: go back and listen to that. If you have not listened to episodes one, two, and three, then just don't even do this. Episode. Just do yourself a favor. It's not going to make yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. you're exactly. having no idea what's happening, and exactly. it's actually a lot of good information to set you up. Yeah, yeah. for right yeah. now. And so this episode is going to be essentially. A majority of the first three episodes were basically like leaned, I guess you would say, towards Lee Harvey did it. It was the Warren Commission. I mean, speak for yourself. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, but like, so this, these are the holes. These are what I consider the holes of the investigation, right? And 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 in the final one, the next episode will it'll be all about the conspiracy theories that exist over JFK. But these are just basic small excerpts about each hole that exists and why, you know, the mystery, and I'm fucking yeah. rambling. It's so okay. I like it. It's a monologue. It's so stupid. It's a monologue. Sometimes yeah. monologues are good. But I do want to say one more time, please listen to the entire thing before you start yelling at me and emailing me hate, hate emails and Horrible comments on social it, media. Just yeah, listen it, to everything. Drop in comments on after, TikTok. Yeah, and if yeah. after you listen to it and you hate us, that's fine. That's yeah, cool. totally. Yeah, I'll totally. allow it. Yeah, we'll take it. But you can't watch like ten minutes of the movie and then be like, you know, I hated the ending. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Good. I heard somebody talk about it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hi. Let's go. All right. So let's go. We're going to Dealey Plaza, hmm. right? November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. JFK, you know, et cetera. Okay. Yes. So there is something called the Grassy Knoll. Yes. Yeah. You guys have heard about the Grassy Knoll. Yeah, you better have heard about it. It is the joke of all times. Yeah, there was another gunman on the Grassy Knoll, 
Everybody knows. I don't know if a joke. But. Well, no, I know. But <laughs> in, but more like in, a conspiracy. More like a conspiracy. <laughs> there you go. Or, or something here. <laughs> well, in like pop culture, it's like everywhere. Like, I was the second shooter on the grassy knoll. I think Jim Carrey did some whole thing <laughs> on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there was a man named Lee Bowers. And Lee Bowers was a switchman at a railroad yard that was right basically next to the grassy knoll. He he had a, and his name is Lee. <laughs> mm. Hold that for later. That's <laughs> uh, so part of the conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what he said, so he had a, a an amazing view of everything, basically. Of the murder. The grassy knoll <laughs> of, of where it was where JFK was shot. You know, he had a good view. And he was just sitting there and he just sat there for like twelve years. He was on his like eight year break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So he said that many people came around his tower afterwards. And some people were even arrested around him. For what? Exactly. I know. That's Wait, so like unknown. people that were in the crowd kind of like ran yes. over there. Yeah. And they were arrested. Mm. And that there were people arrested by Dallas police. Hmm. Which is confusing. Yeah. Because Extremely. In, in the Warren Commission that we did in episode one and two... Do you guys remember anything about people being arrested? There was fucking no information no, about nothing. that at all. No. Yeah, nothing. And that was supposed to be like the government's like, ooh, we're doing the, the right the, thing. The detailed report, yeah. 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 So photos were like emerged basically of three individuals that were arrested. Now I'm going to show you this photo and we're going to sh- we're going to uh we're going to actually put this on our website eventually. Yeah. But we're going to see yeah. this. Check our TikTok this, stuff. We'll yeah. put this up there. Three guys were arrested uh, by Dallas police, and they were said to be transients. Oh, okay? so it's like gr- grifters? Hobos, drifters, yeah. bums. Yeah. yeah? Okay, good. Uh, they were arrested right next to the Texas Book Depository right after the assassination. Just okay? for looking sketchy. Now, I want to show you these photos, and you tell me if they are bums. Those guys look like Those, fucking GQ models. Yeah, yeah, definitely not both. Dude, the guy in the front, right. the guy in the front looks like, look, look, looks like he's got it going on. Like yeah. he drives a Corvette. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now this is the '60s too, right? So if you were a hobo, would you have a clean cut hair? No. If no, you were a hobo, no, would no, you have a nice no. like? Would you have a blazer? Nice, would you have pop collars with the tweed jacket? I'm saying, like, right? the collars pop. Okay, so uh, the guy went to Cornell. Now you said they were arrested by the railroad, by the Dallas police. But it was right next to where Lee Bowers was. Okay. Right? Interesting. Strange. Very strange. Very strange. Um, you know, some reports were that they were just hobos. Those that, motherfuckers are that not they had hobos, nothing to bro. do with anything. No, hell no. But those are not. But ho- they don't. That was that's the argument is they do not look like hobos. Because man, it, if those are the hobos yeah. that are around here, they yeah. could be. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even, I'll give them cash. Yeah, I actually might pay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they're super these, respectable. Yeah. <laughs> one of these guys is a yeah pop collar. He looks like Jude Law. I know. Dude, yeah, the pop seriously. collar. He's got the just yeah. sharp, just sharp jawline. Exactly. So uh, that's a strange thing. So then Lee Bowers, he was interviewed the day of November 22nd. And this is what he said, and I quote, I heard at least three shots very close together. Just after the shots, the area became crowded with people coming from Elm Street and the slope just north of Elm. It's okay? also, it's, it's Which just, is the it, grassy knoll, or no? Yeah, the slope. Yeah. It's also interesting that it says at least three. So he's uh-huh. for sure of three, So it's like, maybe a, like more. a small little crowd kind of came over. Uh-huh. But here, three shots. Right. At, at, a least. Min- at a minimum. He says at least. At least. He says at least, yeah. Okay, good. During the Warren Commission, 
right? Which is the next year. Yeah. This is the interview with Bowers. There's a Mr. Ball and he says, did you hear anything? Bowers says, I heard three shots. One, then two very close together. Also reverberation from the shots. Hmm. Mr. Ball. And were you able to form an opinion as to the source of the sound or what direction it came from? Bowers, the sounds came either from up against the depository building or near the mouth of the triple underpass. And that's where the grass canola is right Yeah, like mm. the mouth would be where you they exit. Yeah, yeah they, they exit. Yeah. But the knoll is right, right to the right of it. It's like right next to it, correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. but it's not like, I mean, it, it's still a little bit of ways. Oh, okay. like, like, yeah. what would you say? Maybe it's the shot. 40 yards, 30 yards. I don't Actually, know. we just posted this, this on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, you did. You did just post that. Yeah. So you see, you see the underpass. Oh, uh, and the grass. That's the mouth to... that he's talking about. Okay. The yeah. grassy knoll is on the right. You can't see it. So he's saying it's from that direction. Yeah. yeah like from well, he's direction. saying it's either the d- depository right up t- against the depository building or the mouth of the underpass. Well, that makes sense. I mean, he's saying like, okay, the three shots. So like one and then two from the other yeah. side. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Mr. Ball says, were you able to tell which? Says Bauer says, no, I could not. Because it's both, motherfucker. Ball, well, now, had you had any experience before being in the tower as the sounds coming from those various places? Bowers, yes. I had worked the same tower for some 10 or 12 years. Damn. And was there during the time they were renovating the depository building. And had noticed at that time the similarity of sounds occurring in either of those two locations. Damn, this dude's like fucking on point. Holy shit. Mr. Ball, can you tell me now whether or not it came, the sounds you heard, the three shots came from the direction of the depository building or the triple underpass? Mr. Bowers, I could not. See, these, what this, this fucking... Like weird line of questioning because they're right. like they're trying to. It seems like they're actually trying to put doubt it's, into it's, it. It's almost like they set him up to say no. Like I can't because so you can't say where yeah. it came from. Yeah, you can't say it came from here. You can't say it came from there. Yeah. No, I can't because it didn't yeah. sound that clear. Well, you know, a lot of the people who hate the Warren Commission, or I don't want to say hate, but like they dislike, they dislike it whatever. strongly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are, one of the biggest arguments is that the Warren Commission decided it was Lee. Before they did the commission, oh yeah, so that makes everything sense. everything's leaned towards it. Everything's like, it's almost like you know. you know when like you have like a murder trial or something, and there's all the media about it, yeah, and then the, the jury ends up making True. the decision before the trial even happens, yes. just because of all the coverage. Yes, that's kind of like what it is. Exactly right. Okay, so Bowers says there is a similarity of sound because there is a reverberation which takes place from either location. So then Ball says afterwards, did a good many people come up? They're on this high ground at the tower. Bauer says, a large number of people came more than one direction. One group converged from the corner of Elm and Houston and came down the extension of Elm and came into the high ground. And another line, another large group went across the triangular area between Houston and Elm and then across Elm and then up the incline. Some of them all the way up. Many of them did as well, of course, between 50 and 100 policemen within a maximum of five minutes. Shit. I mean, this guy's recall on this stuff is amazing. Like, I had to be like, I don't know, <laughs> no, no, those fucking people the next year. I mean, this is the next year, so it's not like that. But I'm saying he's like yeah. super crisp with yeah. this. Well, it was also like, this like is one exactly of the biggest freaking, you know, things, things that ever, ever happened. Yeah. And the guy's been there for 10, 12 years, so it's like, you well, know. He's just watching, he's my, just yeah. watching hobos and transients. <laughs> my wife my wife asked me if I switched the laundry over. I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, I can't remember. I have no clue. <laughs> 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 I'm dead serious. So Mr. Ball, he says, in this area around your tower, and Bauer says, that's right. 
sealed off the area, and I held off the trains in the, until they could be examined. And so that was the, the testimony of, of Mr. Bowers, Lee Bowers. Dude, so what, he kind of helped, like, citizens arrest these guys? Is that what he's saying there? No, he's just saying, like, he it's just like shut down up. the trains, and he, I don't ah, know what okay. sealed off the area means yeah. from, a, for a, from a citizen's standpoint. Especially he's in a, he's yeah. in a tower. He's like, don't yeah. go over there. I don't yeah. think I would. <laughs> seal off. I don't think I would seal off any area. <laughs> hey, that over there, it's sealed off. And it's like, it's, what is he sealing it off <laughs> with? Like, there's the, like, <laughs> like, can you imagine something bad happens at 7-Eleven, and then the cops come, and you're like, I sealed the area off. The area's area. sealed. <laughs> yeah. I stopped the trains. It's, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's, that's the story of Lee Bowers, you know, and that's he's the switchman on the railroad. Yard. I mean, it's that's strange. actually really. I think that's kind of important. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why Lee was Bowers that left is, out of the Warren Commission? That's the question, Horace. You know, that is a good question. question. It's a very good. Question. I mean, they did interview him, and that's what that that interview is but they for. Just, but they didn't. They, they didn't decided use it that. wasn't important. They enough decided to put it in wasn't report. relevant. Yeah, they decided it wasn't el- relevant to deciding what happened. I guess. Yeah. So idiots. Um, so now. This one is, is I, I, I'm so sorry yeah. to cut you off there, but I can't remember because I know we on the Warren Commission episode. Did they? What was their verdict in terms of how many shots were fired? I can't remember that off the top of my head. Three. Oh, so they did say three. Okay, this yeah. one. That's I, one of the, I just wanted to three see. to four to, because they did that whole acoustic. Uh, uh, I wanted to see study. if that matched to what he said at least. Yeah, I think I think it was three and two hit him. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that they that sounds right. I just yeah, wanted to make one sure missed that, and they couldn't find the bullet. And because if there were like one, and this guy's like, "Yo, yeah. it was three. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, "Ooh." Yeah. So there, there's another story, and this is a, this is a story that's strange, and uh, we had to include it. And I don't, you know, from coming like my opinion of this whole thing is. This part is a very strange part. Sometimes I don't the know. strange ones are like the best conspiracy. I believe this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my there's a woman and her name's Julia Ann Mercer. And I'm gonna read her statement that she gave to Dallas Police, Dallas Sheriff Department. Right? She gave this statement on November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. Okay. Okay, so the day of mm-hmm. JFK. Uh, she, it was notarized. There was a notary there. There, just in the in the yeah, fucking so police station. That's how fucking legit this is. I know, this is like, like fucking signed, sealed, yeah, delivered. Exactly. So she said, on November 22nd, 63, I was driving a rented white Valiant automobile west on Elm Street. <laughs> so specific. I know. And I was proceeding to the overpass in a westerly direction and at a point about 45 or 50 feet east of the overhead signs of the right entrance road to the overpass. There was a truck that was parked on the right-hand side. The truck looked like it had one or two wheels up on the curb. Mm. Mm. The hood of the truck was open, like it was broken down or something, right? On the driver's side of the truck, there were printed letters in black and oval-shaped, which said air conditioning. This was a pickup truck, and along the backside of the truck were what appeared to be toolboxes. The truck was a green Ford with a Texas license. I remember seeing the word Ford on the back of the truck. This man, maybe maybe people just fucking remember shit better yeah. back then. This is the most specific. <laughs> this is the day of it, right? I, oh, still, okay. Yeah, it's the day of it. I right? cannot do this. 
yes. I'm a smart dude. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it was a vehicle of some, <laughs> of some sort. I saw some I green shit it's on the side. Like, it's yeah. like, I don't know if the car was it's green. Like, it's kind of like, gr- yeah. <laughs> no, like this. Remember. Close your eyes. What, what color pants is Jorge uh, wearing I'm right like, now? <laughs> pants. <Yeah. laughs> like, no idea. The answer is pants. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so a man was sitting at the wheel of the car and slouched over the wheel. This man had on a green jacket. He was a white male in about his 40s and was heavy set. I did not see him too clearly. Right? Remember that. I did not see him too clearly. Another man was at the back of the truck and reached over the tailgate and took out from the truck what appeared to be a gun case. Mm. Hmm. Or or in Lee Harvey's, you know, circumstance, it was this big paper bag. This case was about eight inches wide and at its widest spot and tapered down to a width of about four or five inches. It was brown in color. Hmm. It had a handle and was about three and a half to four feet long. The man who took this out of the truck then proceeded to walk away from the truck and he reached down to free it. He then proceeded to walk across the grass and up the grassy hill, which forms part of the overpass. This is the last I saw of this man. Mm. I had been delayed because the truck, which I just described, was blocking my passage. And I had to wait until the lane to my left cleared so I could go by the truck. Holy shit. So she's just sitting behind it watching this whole thing unfold. During that time, I was at this point and observed the above incident. There were three policemen standing, talking near a motorcycle on the bridge just west of me. Then they didn't see this. The man who took what appeared to be the gun case out of the truck was a white male who appeared to be in his late 20s or early 30s, and he was wearing a gray jacket, brown pants, and a plaid shirt, as best as I can remember. I remember he had on some kind of hat that looked like a wool stocking hat with a tassel in the middle of it. Whatever that means. I believe that I I could identify this man if I see him again. The man who remained in the truck had light brown hair, and I believe I could identify him also if I were to see him again. And that's mm. the statement of Julie Ann Mercer. And they were like, nah, no more questions. So <laughs> this is before this is before the assassination. She's saying that she sees a pickup truck pretend or like on the side with yeah. the f- broken down. On broken that same down street right on the there, same right street, next to the, the grassy, grassy knoll. And he walks and he up walks the grassy out, knoll, the grassy knoll with, with, with a rifle. With a rifle. <laughs> what else case. could it be? I mean shit. And then the way she described it, it's like... Unless he's got, like, a fucking saxophone in there. There is no other shape that could be that. Okay, now this is where it gets weird. It's going to get really weird here now. She gets fucking nicked. So on November 25th, she was then interviewed again by the FBI. Or not again, but she was interviewed by the FBI. Oh, because before it was with the police department. Yeah. yeah. She was shown a group of photographs, including Lee Oswald. Mm Mm-hmm. She said the photo of Oswald did not look like the person who had taken the rifle from the truck. This was noted in the Warren Commission. Yeah. Very small note. Yeah. It's like, it, it's like, right? it's, it's actually in white, it's in white font. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 can't see it. <laughs> okay, it's good. So then three days later, November 28th, she was interviewed again. And she was shown a set of photos, including Jack Ruby. Now, remember the description above. One guy was... In his early twenties, I mean late late twenties or early thirties. The other guy, guy was, was in like his forties, heavy yeah. set. Yeah. Right. Okay. On on November twentieth, she was interviewed again and shown a set of photos, including Ruby. When specifically shown the photo of Ruby, she said the man in the truck had a round face similar to Ruby's, but she couldn't identify him as the person. And that was noted in the Warren Commission. Hmm. Okay. Now, 
She was then again shown a photo of Oswald. She said he had the same build, size, and age, but couldn't identify him as the man. Okay. And like interviewed hmm. again, they showed him seven pictures of no. Oswald. <laughs> so now it's one of these guys. Seven out of eight. So now, Oswald. Yeah. So now exactly. fast forward twenty years. Twenty years forward, nineteen eighty-three. She's interviewed by a author named Henry Hurt. Now, Henry Hurt is a conspiracy theorist. My kind of guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We got to have him on the that, show. I know, right? Take that with Henry Hurt. Is, listen to this. Right. Nineteen eighty-three. She's she's interviewed again, and he wrote in his book *Reasonable Doubt*, and she said in the interview, she said at four o'clock in the morning the following day. Men came to her apartment, 4 a.m., and they showed her FBI identification. She went with them to, to the sheriff's office. Why at fucking 4 a.m.? Go with the get her in the morning. Why is it gonna be at 4 a.m.? <laughs> That's so Weird, ridiculous. Right? Well, the president just got shot. I mean, That's right. you know, heightened. So she's security. in '83. She's now telling this story oh. of the next day. Okay, I thought this was in '83. I was like, why the fuck would oh, they do no, that? No, no, no. Like yeah. 20 so years later. Next day. Like, yes. Wake next up, day. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so she accompanied them back to the sheriff's office where they showed her a dozen or so photos asking her to pick out any she thought might be the men she saw Friday morning. She selected two pictures. Mercer had no idea who these men were mm -hmm. because at that time there was no suspects at the time. There's not really anything going on, right? On Sunday morning, the day after Miss Mercer made the identification, she was watching the assassination coverage on TV with friends and she saw Ruby shoot Oswald live on TV. Instantly, she shouted out to her friends that those were the two men she saw on Friday, and she told the FBI that. What? That Meaning it was Ruby and, Ruby and Oswald? Oswald? Ruby and Oswald in the truck. Mm. But what? how the... Wait, okay. So Oswald's supposed to be in the book depository, but he's also on the grassy knoll? Right. So does he have like a twin? Is he a clone? Like, what the fuck? Oswald is actually a magician. So she said <laughs> Ruby was the driver, and Oswald, and Oswald was, was the guy who took the rifle and walked up the knoll. Or the grassy area. Did it, wait, did it say what time? At what time she saw them? Because that would be an interesting note. This is like right before. This is like 30, 40 minutes before the assassination. Okay, so this um, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe, I don't know. I don't even and know that doesn't check out with the with the, the other official the, statement the, that was notarized. The yeah. supervisor inside the book depository. Because he right. saw yeah, Oswald he saw there. Oswald there. Yeah. That's like why I was like thirty right. minutes or something that's like that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the coke. That's yeah. how yeah. confused as fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know, right? Yeah. This whole thing's confusing. I know, but that's how, the problem. How was he confusing. in two places at one time? Yeah. So Hurt, who's the the guy, the conspiracy author who interviewed her, he said some years later when Miss Mercer saw the official reports that the notarized statement, she was aghast. Miss Mercer adamantly denounces the reports as corruption and fabrication oh, by the FBI shit. and the Sheriff Department of what actually happened. Wow. Oh, wow. That'd be super easy for them to do. It'd be like, yeah. Yeah. notarize it. And, and Oliver Stone put, there's one part in JFK, there's a woman who she's, is in the movie, and she's saying, I didn't say that. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember she's that like, part, yeah. I didn't say that at all. I, just, I saw this guy in a truck, and like they were like, broken down. I and, totally you know, remember that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's a very weird story. That's, that's Julia and Mercer. Super weird, you know. Hmm. God, that's that's so bizarre. Isn't that strange? I thought that was. I thought there's that was anything strange. to that. I mean, it definitely was. I, I don't think it was Oswald, and I think it was possibly our second shooter. 
that I goes mean, with the conspiracy that there was a second maybe, shooter. Maybe we should look into the, maybe we should look into Jack Ruby's uh, military record. Maybe he was a sharpshooter. Sharpshooter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's a there's a there's a, here's a few other things that are I, I consider holes holes in the investigation. There were several witnesses who claimed to see two men in the depository top floor looking out the window. At the time of the shooting? Before. Right before it. Oh, right before it. Okay. Right before it. Of which, and and when I say several, it's several. Like mm. three people are claiming that they saw a man and another man that were, and they described them as Mexican and black. Hmm. Uh, of course, so it's me and Jorge. It's uh, <laughs> 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 the past, right? <laughs> <laughs> Does it say if it's on the same sixth floor? Yeah, sixth okay. floor. All the six, same, yeah. same window. Sixth floor, same window. Same window the same window. Yeah. I mean, what? how? So, may, so maybe like, Oswald was on the grassy knoll and ran true. back to the depository. It's. I mean, how do you, how do you, how do you get a black person mixed up with a white person though? You don't. It's impossible. No, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. That's one thing that's never maybe happened. Maybe a Mexican though. No, you'd be well. It is Texas. Everyone's kind of tan. Yeah, everyone's kind of tan. Like I mean, it. I don't know how it was back then, but like I was there a little bit ago, like we yeah. said, and you, you can't get a clear picture. From I the know bottom. from that that far away. Yeah, no. you're like it's a dude, but if it's a black dude, you're like that's a black dude. Yeah. I mean, come on, let's be honest. If it's Andrew Salba's and like the six four, you're like, hey, <laughs> like you know, you know it's him. I know it's very strange. I don't know, but these these witnesses, uh, you know. See, the thing about that is, like, I understand, like, if people are looking out the window, for sure. It's like, the president's coming. Like, you want to see? Like, right. I'd want to see. Like, hey, let's take a look. But the fact that it's also from the sixth floor is super sketchy. Right. Yeah. Right. In addition, so the Manlicker Carcano was said to be the murder weapon, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the, the you the know, the shitty, bolt the, action. The shitty bolt action rifle yeah. that sucks. Okay. So when it was picked up, I guess, and when it was inspected by the FBI, uh, the initial reports were that the site was so misaligned. That's Remember I, I told you yeah. about that? I yeah, told you right. if that shit's not dialed in. So it was so misaligned that you couldn't see out of it. It was that bad? <laughs> it was that bad. What? So it was like, like just, just so, so warped, yeah, that you couldn't see out of it at all. So wow! So allegedly, this sharpshooter, <laughs> yeah, now didn't now, even use a scope. Now, no, no, no. Now, there's a possibility though. Sharpshooter. Okay, so there's a possibility though. Now, he, hear me out. That he got lucky. No, like so. Okay, you take a shot. You have a shot with the man liquor. You bolt action, three shots, whatever, seven, eight seconds, whatever it is, mm. six. And then you throw it or you put it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then pick it back up. No, and it hits. It hits the scope. Oh, I see. I see. If you and like, maybe if it's you warped out. Discarded it. Sure. Mm. I mean, I guess, I guess that's a possibility, but it doesn't seem likely. So a couple other things on the the. Well, first of all, if you remember, like they didn't find it just kind of thrown on the floor. No, it was, it was like hidden. placed. Yeah, yeah it was hidden yeah, in the corner yeah. behind so he, a box. Yeah, so he threw it into the perfect hiding place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After it, it ricocheted no. off the ground and yeah. landed perfectly in the yeah. landing place. <laughs> One other thing. Um, so they did find the shells, or they found shells. Uh, they never found the clip. You mean the magazine? Yeah. Hmm. So well, they never found that. So when he took the fucking magazine out? 
Makes no sense. That's just the most random thing. I know. I'm just saying they never had it. I'll leave leave the gun. Does it say how many? The magazine. Does it say how many shells they found? Three. Hmm. All in the same place. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm I'm sorry. Like I'm not trying to be like Mr. Like anti everything you say. It's just it's super simple to get cartridge like this like empty cartridges, spent cartridges, and be like, oh, here they're here. Yeah. 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 You know. So uh, then the FBI took the man liquor. They. What the worst name? Man liquor. The FBI t- <laughs> it took the man liquor. I, I mean, I guess it just doesn't translate well. No, because it's it's an Italian, that, I, I, right? I wonder what that means yeah. in Italian. It probably yeah. means like war god. So the, F- <laughs> the FBI, the FBI, they ran fingerprints and they found no prints or even partial prints of Oswald's. That's weird. Because mm-hmm. you think like you're in. If let's say he let's say he does, he, he shoots the president. Yeah. It's not like this guy. Who has had seven thousand jobs in four years? Totally, and it's like <laughs> totally true. You know, like he's yeah. not going to have the wherewithal to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna wipe down all the prints because there's gonna I be know. prints. There's gonna be prints on the on the on the top, like where the barrel is, where he's holding it. The prints on the on the handle where he's holding. He's gonna wipe it all down. Prints on the cartridges. But let me ask yeah, you a question. Exactly. Let yeah. me ask you a question. So, because I'm not like a gun aficionado, mm-hmm. right? So if if you had prints on something, say I had a prints on this can, mm-hmm. if I could just get a like a duster, and I just go. Are they gone? No, no, no. Like because, what? What does it take uh, so, to remove no, prints? So you okay. it's really, you have, to, you have wipe. to wipe it like like wipe wipe. No, because okay. So the, the reason, yeah, the, yeah. Like yeah, you have pretty to, much. Here's what leaves it's oily. Here's what leaves a print. Yeah, there's there's actually oil on your your skin produces oil to, to keep your skin mm-hmm. from like turning into dust. Yeah. So that's the oil is what leaves the print. So you have to actually wipe the oil off. Usually you have to use some sort of solvent. I mean, I'm sure you could just use a dry rag a couple yeah. times, ba 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 ba, and it would it would make it so even if it was the oil was still there, they're not going to be a clear print. Okay, so it's, it's not partial. That, yeah, it's uh, not that whatever. difficult to yeah. do. Okay, just wipe it off. But okay. like, but still, I don't think he'd have the word. He'd probably be like, "Oh my god, I, I did it!" Yeah, uh, yeah. I did it. Throw it. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of people, by the way, on on our social media, they posted about how. Uh, you know, there's a test that you can do to see if a firearm was discharged. Correct. Right. Very, very true. Uh, very true. I forget what it's called, but it's it's where it's probably. You mean like a test on on the person? Or yes, on, on the yeah. person. Oh, on Oswald uh, itself. Uh, GSR, the gunshot residue. Yes. So when you fire you when you fire a firearm, it there's obviously a chemical reaction between the gunpowder and it, it lights on fire, and that. So when when the gunshot is shot, that smoke and powder goes out and it'll be actually on your hands. So they gotcha. can test your hands for gunshot residue. Yeah. Which okay. is what's left yeah. behind after that. And I just bring yeah, that did up. They, did they have that? You know, So they kinda... did test Oswald. Okay. Right. And what was the test? And it was on his hands, but it was not on his face. So? Meaning. Well, it was on his hands. The argument was that. Oh, the so argument it... was, though, that, that it wasn't on his face. So, like, you're on a rifle. And yeah. it's going to be on your face. Oh, 100%. So I, well, I just man, wanted to bring well, that up because a lot of people were posting about that. And they were like saying, hey, he didn't have it on his cheek. That's extra interesting because you, you literally, when you when you sight in, your hand like your hand is, is yeah. within two inches of your face. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that is weird. Why yeah. wouldn't it be on his face? I know. That's fucking yeah, bizarre. So that part was weird. Maybe you got a facial afterwards. Or, <laughs> I mean, the, the only thing that that gives, I guess, credence to is that maybe he just sh- shot Tippett. Yeah, I'm saying maybe it's just from the Tippet uh, shot. Does that make sense? Yeah, because he killed Tippet like a couple hours afterwards, right? right? Yeah. 
No, no, no 45 sorry. minutes. No, no, no. No, Tippett was killed 45 minutes later. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Dallas right down the street. Sorry, Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Yeah. Anyway, so that, anyways. That's that actually a good point. Yeah, that's that actually a really good point. Or, Holy or, shit. But can you just wipe your face off? I mean, no, I guess no. The thing about you could. No? The thing about GSR is like you'd have to actually use soap. What's GSR? Gunshot residue. Oh, there it is. You have to you have to use soap Ooh. to get GSR off. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. So unless he washed his face with soap or with a coke. Oh, he was not that <laughs> fucking smart. Fuck he really shit. was. With a coke bottle <laughs> down, <laughs> down, <laughs> down the cafeteria. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it was one of three IQ. Yes. Like that's not a one of three IQ In the play. Fourth grade. Fourth grade. Well, bro, look at how many jobs he had. <laughs> how can you get fired for the jobs that this man has had? No, the yeah. thing that makes the most sense is, okay, if it was on his hands but not his cheek, definitely makes sense that he is just, just shot a gun. Hang tip gun. It. True, yeah. yeah. But, like, granted, if he did wash his face with soap, that would explain it. it. But if he washed but, his face yeah. with soap, he would have washed his fucking hands. Exactly. True. You need to put soap on your hands to put true. soap on your face. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right, well, speaking of Tippett, Speaking mm. of Tippett, uh, so Jim Garrison, who's the uh, district attorney, district attorney for uh, New Orleans, he was uh, who Kevin Costner played in Oliver Stone's JFK. Uh, he claimed, and this is a big thing about his aspect of the Tippett murder, mm. is that uh, that the bullets that were pulled from Tippett's body were not from Oswald's revolver. What the fuck? The were, they, like, were they a different caliber? Or? The problem is, is that they ballistically were not confirmed to be a revolver. Oh. But in the in the report that was that I read, it, it doesn't mean it wasn't them, but they couldn't confirm they, they that it was. Maybe they the bullets were too fucked up yeah. to like decide. Yeah. So that's another hmm. part that's that's Garrison's, you know, like, oh, if he didn't kill Tippett, then, then then he's just a guy. Like he didn't. He's not a murderer. He didn't do anything. You know. Blah, I mean, the blah. thing about but, that. How many times? Yeah, but there was witnesses. Many, well, yeah. I mean, there was shit. like yeah, there was a hundred fucking million witnesses. Yeah. But yeah. the thing about that is, like, I do believe he killed Tippett. I hundred percent believe that. Yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. Witnesses when he killed Tippett. Yeah. And no. then he ran into um, the fucking right, movie, the theater. movie theater. Yeah. Right. But but what, like how many times did he shoot Tippett? Four. And they couldn't confirm any of the bullets. Yeah. See, not that. See, if it was and one it, time and they, they couldn't confirm the one bullet, understood. Yeah. But like four times. Yeah. yeah. So in addition to that, on this is on the tippet is that there were three witnesses that the Warren Commission never called, and these three witnesses say that there were two people that were standing near the police car. Oh shit! Mm. And and there were two people. And so they were saying, oh, yeah, there was a guy who fled. Oswald. Uh, and he had the zipper jacket, <laughs> he had the revolver, he went to the theater, he yeah. stood there, blah, blah, blah. But those witnesses also said that there was another person See, standing at Tippett's car. That's interesting, too, the fact mm. that it was three witnesses. Not just yes. one. Like, whenever it's right. more than one, I'm like, okay. Yeah, but they're right. not saying that it wasn't him. That's right. a good, saying that no, no, a, absolutely. But they're saying there's somebody with absolutely. him. They did find the revolver on him, right? When they yes. found him in the in the right. theater. It that's was right. on him. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's the why interesting, I think, interesting yeah. side note. If you go to our our Instagram or TikTok, there's a video that we posted of the interview with Oswald. Yeah. He had like the reporters kept saying, "How did you get that cut over your eye?" Yeah. Did you notice that? I know. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. So that is one of the policemen hit him. Just in like the theater, pistol with mm. them in the theater. Remember, remember the part where he gets picked up in the theater? Yeah. yeah. Somebody hit him over, 
like over and the, the I know because you see it's he clearly gets, yeah he's got a big old and I just gonna say the casting they did in JFK with oh, with us who played Gary Oswald? Oldman no who played Oswald it wasn't Gary Oldman no it wasn't Gary Oldman was it it might have been so anyways yes bigly you're right it was Gary Oldman. He looks fucking just like Oswald, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. Like if you look like when when we first put when we first posted that that video on yeah. on TikTok and Instagram, yeah. I was like, this I, is Gary. I, I actually was a little pissed at Eric. I was about to text him like you fucking idiot. Like why <laughs> you did, posted Gary? Like, why are you posting, you posted like, the movie? You're posting the movie, and I was like. Oh shit! That's actually our yeah, yeah, no, I was, was like, really man, good. Gary Oldman looks just fucking like. Yeah, so a couple other things that uh, just stood out as big holes. So we're we're gonna get into a little bit of Oswald's what he did that year. I know the last episode we went over Oswald and his whole you know life leading Bizarre up to it. Life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when Oswald returned to the U.S. from the Soviet Union, he started working at a. It's called the Riley Coffee Company. Hmm. Researchers found his resume. That when he submitted to I work would there. I would love to see this. Yeah. And <laughs> here's the strange part. He listed his height as 5'9". He was 5'8", though. What? I thought he was 5'8", 135. Oh, no. No, no, no. And no. that's the strange part. And and this is confusing. Hmm. And no, this is all per- I'm telling you. We, we I know this is... The fucking, oh, I swear to God, he was 5'8". It's super confusing because this is Jim Garrison. He spends three chapters on how he's 5'11". But then, if you watch the video on our TikTok or on our Instagram, yeah. he's shorter as yeah, he short look as fuck compared to everybody. Dude, I swear to God, I'm gonna go back and listen so maybe, to the footage. Like, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he was five eight. So yeah. maybe, maybe Garrison's just wrong on this. I think Garrison I is think wrong. So. Yeah, because I, I'm telling you, I just re-listened to it. Yeah, I just, I just re-listened. Yes, episode, I listened. Yeah. I guess I listened to us. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I listened to our own, <laughs> our own podcast. <laughs> yes, because yeah. yeah. I find it entertaining. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, it was five eight one thirty five. Because I remember we were just like, we made like seventeen jokes about. Yeah, it. I mean, yeah. so so Garrison goes into this whole thing for like two or three chapters, and he's like, why would he lie about his height? Yeah, on weird. his own resumes, he would lie about his height. So he, he so lied the about argument, his skill set. Well, here's here's where Garrison's getting at that. Garrison is trying to prove that he was being impersonated. Oh, that there mm. was a, there was someone who so there's someone else. So they had mm. to put the right height because they were going to physically be there. I see, and they were oh, going to so be they a put different their height. Exactly, they, that's they right. put their height. I that's see. Right. That's right. That's okay. right. Because and then I go into the next one right here, which is so the CIA claimed that Oswald went to Mexico City, and when he went to Mexico City, he was going to contact the Soviet and Cuban embassies. Yeah, I remember. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I right? remember that. So it was claimed that Oswald went into the embassies, and the CIA was watching those embassies, and it took a photo. The photo, though, was of a completely different person. Oh, so there, there was like an Oswald body double. That's right. That's right. Ah. And so Garrison believed that Oswald was being impersonated in Mexico with the whole purpose of, of creating this Creating backstory. suspicion. Creating like right. this. Yeah, right, like, right. like where you go, like, like, like just imagine I'm framing Jorge, yep. right? Framing Jorge for the murder of my dog. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I go, okay, good. So I'm going to go pretend to be Jorge. He's going to go to the vet. At, yeah, and I'm going to buy poison. And I'm going to be like, hi, my name's Jorge. I'm buying poison. Yeah. My name and is I, A. Hel- write, a. Heidel yes. Rodriguez. Yes. <laughs> and I'm signing Jorge Rodriguez buying poison. Do you know what I mean? And that's yeah, the so backstory. Yeah, so now there's this, like, documentation Documented or whatever. backstory, right? It, yeah. it is. Like, well, now that you mention that, it is kind of interesting because remember, I remember specifically, that, so he went and he was trying to get... Um, He's trying to get a visa to go to Cuba mm-hmm. when he went to Mexico mm-hmm. City. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up 
he got the visa, but then he left and went back to the U.S. Yeah, that's right. So after he literally got the visa approved, he went to the U.S., which is yeah. weird. Like, you went you there that? to get the visa, yeah. you get the visa, but then you come back to the States. Right, right. So that is, I thought that, I always thought that was a little odd. Strange, yeah. There's another story in September of 63, a man, a young man applied for a job at a parking lot in Dallas. <laughs> and he asked the manager, Albert Bogard, he said, hey, is there a good view of downtown Dallas from this building? <laughs> Like, why? You're working. So then, <laughs> so then the manager, like, did the interview, and then he wrote his name on the back of a business card, and the name was Lee Harvey Oswald. What? Weird. Oh, so he's like, he's like... So this is, this is what Garrison is saying, is that there was a built backstory. Like, like people were going around going, hey, do you think you could kill somebody from this window? I don't know. <laughs> hey, wait, here's my ID. Yeah. Here's my ID, just in case. See, one of the things I always thought was weird, too, is, and sorry, just to kind of digress, yeah. like, I know, so, remember when Lynn Lee Harvey went to Dallas, and he was staying with their friends, and it was the friends, it was the wife, her brother, mm -hmm. who worked at the book depository, told him about that job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, how would he have known that getting this job from his friend's brother at the book depository would... Would give him the vantage point to right. shoot the, the president because yeah. that was months um, before, it, right? It was like it was like two months before, two yeah. three months, and and but I wonder were, if the route already had been established. No, no, we, we didn't. No, right? We talked about this. We yeah, talked about this. Right, that's right. We did. Like the route wasn't released until like, I think it was like two or three weeks that's right. that's prior, right. so he was yeah. already working there. So I'm like, how could he have planned this out? Like right. this guy's not like. It seems more happenstance. It, no, it's just like yeah. he got lucky, and it was like, oh fuck yeah, yeah. You know, I but the but, best vantage point. I know, but now. is but is he is he like checking like the fucking yeah. like, waiting like when are they gonna release the route? Like <laughs> <laughs> you know, like is he checking? I hope this is the right job. <laughs> I know. Like, I hope this is the right job. <laughs> uh, well, remember that he also said he he had a on had a good day's yeah. work, and he's probably like, I'm gonna quit this yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> 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 yeah. I should have stayed at the Riley's Coffee Company. Shit, <laughs> 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 free cup. down the street. <laughs> <laughs> hope I get that garage job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's another part of this whole investigation that, that is absolutely insane. Um, many holes. Yeah. So uh, five days prior to the assassination, there was a telex that was sent to the FBI warning them of an impending assassination. Holy shit. Yeah. The FBI on received... On the president? Or just in general? Uh, yeah, on the president. Okay. Because they knew that he was coming, and it was yeah. like, hey, alert, Dallas office... And they like, like, they like swept, swept yeah. it under the rug. The up. FBI received a specific warning about the assassination five days prior. However, none of the agents followed up or even gave the slightest hint to any agency or even the Warren Commission that they received the telex. Wow. It's just like the the agents when, uh, no. when uh, what's his face, Lee Harvey went into the office and was like, yeah, yeah and they were like, he was never here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. And I, I there's more. That's exactly we're gonna we're gonna touch on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So, so they just ignored it. They just ignored it. Nobody uh, will kill JFK. Or, <laughs> or I don't want to say ignore, but like they didn't. Nothing. Act, they didn't happened. act. Yeah. Upon they didn't it. give the priority. So maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe somebody got it, and then they were like, 
this is we get these all the time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Brush I, it aside because uh, I am sure yeah. that they get a lot of like bullshit. Yeah, all the right. time, just yeah. constant bullshit. And they're like, yeah. I can't follow up on every lead, but that's a pretty big. Yeah. It's a pretty yeah. big statement. That's pretty right. big. Yeah. Yeah. And also, the FBI and the Secret Service are fairly new. This is not. That's true. Like yeah. they're fairly new organizations. Sixty years, seventy years. So there is a, there, there's another story. It's a I guess a two parter. So it was revealed after the Warren Commission. So this is not. So this is like a, this is later. after because the Warren Commission was the year after, and then that's right. This is so another. this is after, and it was revealed that Oswald sent a telegram to DC, the <laughs> FBI in DC, Western Union. Yeah, I probably yeah, <laughs> yeah, telegram. yeah, basically. Yeah. And he threatened to blow up the Dallas office. <laughs> what? If they didn't stop questioning his wife. Okay, this is what we were. This is what I was talking about. Okay. Yeah. So he sent the telegram to them saying, "Hey, stop questioning my wife." But wasn't didn't we didn't we establish that he didn't actually threaten to blow it up? I don't know. Maybe or I thought it was that he was like. He was just pissed that they were like talking to his wife, and he was like, "If you want to talk, talk to me." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we we yeah. touched on it a little bit, yeah, but that's okay. all we said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, so I don't know done. what I don't know what actually happened. Well, here's the full uh, here's the full story. Okay, it, right? yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. So sometime be- between November fourth and November eighth in 1963, which is three weeks before the assassination, mm-hmm. Lee Harvey Oswald came to the FBI office in Dallas. He delivered a note to the receptionist and it was supposed to be to one of the FBI agents, right? And this is uh, from a New York Times article that was written in December 12th, 1975. Okay, so it's it's way after, 12 years afterwards. So it says, an agent who investigated the assassination of Kennedy uh, testified today that he flushed down the drain a note that Lee Harvey Oswald delivered to the Dallas office of the FBI. Damn, Mm. he even said he flushed it down down the the drain. drain. He didn't even throw it in the trash, he flushed it. So James Hoisty Jr. (laughs) James Hoisty Jr. Solid what name. a fucking yeah. especially as a junior yeah. too. There's another James Hoisty <laughs> who existed. So he testified and he was still in the FBI. It wasn't like he was disaffected FBI. Oh, so agent. St- he, was he was still, still in, in the, the FBI. FBI. Okay. You're still an active yeah. duty. He wasn't person. fired for being yes, a piece of shit. Exactly. <laughs> he was in the Kansas City FBI office. Uh said he had been ordered to destroy the Oswald note by Gordon Shanklin who was at the time the chief of FBI operations in Dallas. Wow. Really? Wow. That's, why did it come from so high up? Yeah. So Hoisey, really the chief of operations? So Hoisey testified before the House Judiciary Subcommittee that is looking into the charges that the FBI withheld evidence from the Warren Commission. How much would I bet they were never charged? I bet you good money. I, know, no, I bet yeah. you good money. Nothing ever happened. So in the that. testimony, yes. Mr. Shanklin, who was now retired when he did the testimony, denied ever knowing about a note and said he never ordered anybody to destroy anything. And he just didn't even know about it. How, how much would I bet Mr. Shanklin has a fucking house on like, Nantucket? <laughs> <laughs> so, Shanklin, it. <laughs> so Shanklin said, now this is the conflicting part. Shanklin said he was out to lunch when... <laughs> Said note was supposedly delivered to the receptionist. I have an alibi. Between, <laughs> yeah, between November 4th and November 8th. He said the note, two paragraphs on bond paper, said, if I did not stop talking to his wife, he would take action against the FBI. That's what it was. Okay, take action. But like, he'd blow it up. Yeah. Right. Kill us all. So, 
Mr. Hoisty said, now this is the conflicting part because above he said when it happened that he didn't know about a note. And then later he said, oh, well, that, that I was note out to was lunch. a stupid note. I was, I was out to lunch. I was at lunch. Sorry, the note was dropped right. at 7 p.m. I was at lunch. <laughs> conflicting, <laughs> conflicting info, right? Yeah. yeah. So Mr. Hoisey said that he had previously gone to the home of Ruth Payne on November 1st. And Ruth Payne is the friend that That's they were right. staying with. That's right. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. In and Dallas. he was trying to find Oswald because he was looking into his contacts with the Communist Party. He said Mrs. Oswald came out of an adjoining room and he interviewed her with Mrs. Payne acting as an interpreter because his Mrs. wife was Russian. Russian. Yeah. She didn't speak English that, that great. Wait, right? Payne spoke Russian? Yeah. Apparently. All right. Yeah. Probably better than fucking Oswald did. Yeah. <laughs> So on the day of the Kennedy assassination, Hoisey said he was dispatched to Dallas police station to assist in interviewing Oswald. So Oswald said to Hoisty, he said, you're the one who's been interviewing my wife. Mm, he's pissed. He's a, a territorial yeah. at a strapping 135 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about my kid. 5'8 to 5'11. 5'8 to 5'11. Who knows? <laughs> his, yeah. his bones are very, very frail. Yeah, so Mr. Hoisey related and said it took some time to quiet Oswald down. Because he was all like, razzled up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a sharpshooter. So later, <laughs> later he said Shanklin called him into his office at FBI headquarters and was quite agitated and upset about the note. Mr. Hoisey said that Shanklin ordered him to write a memorandum detailing receipt of the note, its contents, and the interviews with, with Payne and Oswald. Hastie said he dictated a memo to a stenographer and delivered it to his boss the same day. But on November 24th, which is two days after the assassination, yeah. and also a couple hours after Oswald died. Oh, shit. Right? Hmm. He said he, he was again called into Shanklin's office. So two hours, two to three hours after Oswald was Luke, shot by yeah, Ruby, killed. he was called into Shanklin's office again. Right? There was no note. Shanklin reached down into the lower right-hand drawer of his desk and took out the memorandum and note in question and said, Oswald is now dead. There can be no trial. Flush it on the toilet. So (laughs) Hosty testified that. That's what he said happened. Okay. So several days after the Kennedy assassination, Hosty said Mr. Shanklin ordered him to destroy another Oswald document. Jesus Christ. This and is way too... How many fucking documents? So the document was a rough draft letter that Oswald wrote to Soviet embassy in Mexico City, and he said that Mrs. Payne gave it to him. Hosey said he had gone to Shanklin's office to inquire how he should put the document into the file, but Shanklin became angry and told him, I thought I told you to get rid of it. See, this is why... Like, why? Hasey said it was clear to him that Shanklin had confused the FBI the Oswald note with the Soviet embassy letter. So basically there's a, a letter that he wrote to the Soviet embassy. And so he thought that his boss was saying, destroy the note. Oh, to the Soviet embassy, but not, not the note that he dropped off. Saying, stop talking to my mm. wife. Yeah. Yeah. So they got confused, basically. But why would you destroy any of them? It's, it's so unnecessary. It's like, yeah. People only destroy shit that incriminates people you don't want to be incriminated. So he said he did not destroy it, but put it into the Oswald file that went to D.C. He said the document was highly pertinent and confirmed Oswald's contact with the Soviet embassy, so he did not destroy it, even though he was ordered to do so. 
He was asked if he told the Warren Commission about the FBI Oswald note, and Hasey replied, no, I wasn't asked. These motherfuckers. Oh, my <laughs> God. Well, they didn't ask me about it. Why would I say anything? <laughs> I only answer questions I'm asked. So he said he was instructed by the by both by commission and FBI personnel to answer questions put to him, but not to volunteer information. I fucking this is so. Does that make is, sense? Yeah, yeah. It's just so only answer ask, questions you're asked. Yes, but it's like almost like you do yeah. an interview. But it's like if yeah. they if they give you the interview questions, you don't yeah. have to answer any bad questions. Yeah. yeah. I only answered yeah. the interview question. They asked me the interview question. What do I want to do? Another agent that was there, Kenneth Howe, he confirmed that the testimony existed and it's correct. But, but see, nothing fucking happened. Like, yeah. homie's still retired, full pension, like living the dream. No, they no, see, like this is this was so, this is why I don't fucking trust the government, bro. Yeah, yeah. this is why I'm always on the side of the conspiracies because like they just get off. It's so corrupt. But you know, mm-hmm. you know, it, I hate to be the guy. But we need you as the guy. <laughs> but it's possible that they were just covering up their laziness in the investigation. But that, that still doesn't like, mean that say, it's not a problem. I know. I, and I hate to use Jorge over and over as, as the bad guy. <laughs> Robbing 7 But let's say, let's say, no, no, let's say you and I are cops. You, Sean. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, Jorge and I are cops. Right? Be- beat cops. Yeah. <laughs> and Sean commits some atrocious act. He's a serial killer. Heinous. You know, whatever. Like he he's horrible. To, he's black. You, you just go after yeah, him. Yeah, there are no there, there are no <laughs> black serial killers. I, I, that's actually true. They're all it's white. Crazy. They're all that's white. True. Every oh, serial killer's all, fucking it's white, insane, dude. It's insane, actually. It's actually I was talking bizarre. to somebody the other day and I was like, What's the deal with no black serial no, killers? No, because the thing is, like, because black people will just kill you because, like, you pissed them off. Like, serial killers are like, oh, I got it. it's like a weird fetish. And they're like, oh, yeah. All right, go. So, okay, so, so Jorge and I are cops. Got it. Sean ends up being a serial killer. So, okay, so okay. Sean, Sean became a, a, a serial killer. But six months ago, Sean came to us and said, hey, I'm having bad thoughts about killing people. And then we were like, well, just go deal with it. Now, here's the thing. I wrote you, and I we wrote did you nothing. I, I wrote you a note. Yes. There's all these red flags. Everybody has thoughts. Everybody writes notes. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and, then after, yeah. and then two days after, Jorge's like, Eric, destroy the notes. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. And here's what happens, right? Here's what happens. And then Jorge and I are like, dude, we got to go to Applebee's, bro. Like, let's go get like two for ones, right? And we're at Applebee's getting wings and two for ones. Happy I would hour. Love- we and then it comes, out, yeah, starving. And, it, and it comes out that he's the serial killer, but he came to us and we were busy at Applebee's, and we're like, "Fuck, no one can we know he came." No, 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 no one can know he came. Yeah, no, we could have stopped him. Like we could have done something. We didn't do our job. Yeah. Okay, so then we're like, "Fuck it." Like, I, let's let's uh, let's delete his emails. Yeah. Let's delete his uh, like he, that he came and saw the receptionist. He was never on the podcast. He was never here. <laughs> we don't know, and then we're not liable for anything. Yeah. I we're not gonna get fired. I can understand that, like trying to cover up, trying yeah. to cover up negligence yes. for sure. Yeah. I totally. But the fact is, like, he had him. This he told him to destroy shit before. Like, mm. when 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 was the first? It's two days later. It's when it's when Oswald was killed. That was the first time he said destroy the shit. Yeah. Fuck. All right. It's possible it was negligence. Yeah. But like, anyways. But it's weird. It's still weird. I, it's oh, it's yes, where a lot sure. of people like like go. Hey, the FBI fucked this up. And they, they fucked they, it up hard. You know, like yeah. they they could have. I mean, done look something. at all the shit that's yeah. like. 
You've yeah. got homies being like, you got the warning, like, hey, someone's going to kill the president. They're like, whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not going to happen. But, uh, and what you said earlier is right. What if you had 10,000 notes about killing? Let's say you were the Secret Service for Trump. Oh, my God. It's like 500,000. So yeah. 10,000. Let's say Trump got killed. No, I'm not saying Trump's going to get killed and I'm not whatever, we, but I'm just yeah, saying. We don't condone this. But, <laughs> but just imagine you're the Secret Service agent who got 10,000 leads. He, and you didn't do about the one. And the you were one like, lead nah. that you maybe didn't follow up on, you didn't really look into. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, maybe, maybe they would have been like, maybe he shouldn't be in a convertible. Yeah, like, no, yeah. Yes. maybe that would have been like a good play. No. Like, no. sorry, sir, convertible's yeah, out. That's right. <laughs> okay, so now we're gonna move on to Parkland Hospital. Oh yeah, yeah. Parkland oh, Hospital yeah. is where JFK went. You know, immediately to, and he, you know, was bleeding, and he died. Yes, unfortunately. Uh, this is the thing that makes me go. It's all bullshit. You know when it really grinds my gears. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the one thing that I go, fuck, that's so wrong. And it doesn't make sense at all. I know where right? you're, you're going yeah. with this. And this is that a whole bullet was found on Governor Connolly's stretcher at Parkland Hospital after the assassination. An entire bullet. Hmm. And this is and this is the bullet that literally went through JFK's body yep. like and they hit like six different places, and then magically, yeah, it's on the fucking stretcher. That's right. So yet they couldn't identify the four bullets that right. were shot yes, right. were shot at, at fucking no. at Tippett. And I find this to be the biggest hole because there's no there's no chain of custody like nope. forensic. Nope. It's just there's there. No, it's just literally just yeah, sitting so, there. Anybody could have anyone could have dropped a fucking bullet there. So basically, a nearly whole bullet was found on Governor Connolly's stretcher at Parkland Hospital after the assassination. After his arrival at the hospital, the governor was brought into trauma room two on a stretcher, removed from the room on that stretcher a short time later, and taken on an elevator to the second floor operating room. On the second floor, he was transferred from the stretcher to an operating table, which was then moved into the operating room. And a hospital attendant wheeled the empty stretcher into the elevator. Shortly after, a guy named Tomlinson, the hospital's engineer, removed the stretcher from the elevator and placed it in the corridor on the ground floor. <laughs> so it's just sitting there, alone. And it was, a long, it was alongside another stretcher that was unconnected with the care of Connolly. A few minutes later, he bumped into one of the stretchers against the wall, and a bullet rolled out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what do we have Come here? Oh my goodness, it's a bullet. <laughs> Tomlinson said he was not certain whether the bullet came from Connolly's stretcher or the other stretcher. <laughs> the fact is like nobody saw this bullet but at all. The commission, the Warren Commission concluded that the bullet came from the governor's stretcher. How could they conclude that? Yeah. There was like 50-50 chance. <laughs> yeah. Let's like, flip a coin. I know, like but the fact is, like, you realize that that bullet went through JFK multiple times and then went into the governor. It went through governor's... Uh, JFK once. Governor... Governor, like, three times. Oh, no, yeah. it, the okay. wrist, it went... The wrist. No, it no, went the th thigh, no, th through his back, I back, think, yeah, right? Back. Okay. But still, the fact that the bullet still. was intact... Yes. Like, intact. No, I could deal with the bullet being intact, but the forensic chain of evidence... is so fucked. Uh, ...is so off that you can't... 
Like nowadays, friend, like it's if, on a different floor. It, it it's, becomes, it's, it's, it becomes you, use, no, you, you cannot yeah. use it yeah. if you can't determine that it was in your body. No, it, you if, know what I mean. It no, went even from, if even if police fuck the chain of custody up, it's gone. It's gone. Okay, you can if they if That's they it. make one mistake and it's like, oh shit, I took it out of the bag though. And they're like, well, sorry, motherfucker. That's it's, why it's I say. Gone. That's why I say it's the most. It's so glaring. Hole in this entire but thing, how, but also how could they conclude with the the data that they have? Like what what what's the conclusive evidence that that, that this was the bullet that was in both of their bodies? Because it came off the stretcher. Well, it was on the stretcher, bro. It's such a sample. And then yeah. and then there's there's the the other idea, which is there's there's no other bullet. Well, that <laughs> well that's the magic it's, bullet. That's it's all you need. The, no, 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 no. But it's he was shot only twice. He, well, apparently it was three shots, but he was shot twice. Yes. But, so right, there's right. only one bullet, though. Yeah, where's the other fucking bullet? So there's three shots. Mm. There's one bullet. So I, I just don't like it. I, I don't like it. Like, it really it really rips everything apart, and it makes it so horrible. Like, Well, it's not, it's not like, it's, all, you know. it's just, it's total bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I just know. total fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also, like, even, okay, let's say hypothetically... It was the right bullet. Did the bullet just like pop out of his body? Just randomly? Just like, sh- just like, whoop, whoop. Just like shit out of his yeah. body onto the stretcher? Like, where did the bullet well, when come we from? Go, when we get into the autopsy, there's a part well, that we'll talk about that okay. where it's like you're trying to resuscitate somebody. And you press their chest and, hard and no, it like, no, poops like, out just, the bullet? No, 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 no. <laughs> so just imagine the bullet went through JFK, then it went through Connolly, then it went through his wrist, mm-hmm. and then it went to his thigh. Yeah. So it's probably not in his th- thigh a lot. Like it's probably just like just poking out. Yeah, like because it's already been it's already through, slowed. It's already been through four body parts. Okay. Mm. So then you're trying to like resuscitate people. You're trying to do surgery, and then it comes out. But then, but no, the the thing is like, all right, intact. No, 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 it, no, no. no. Fully it's intact. not even that. Okay, I understand <laughs> what you're saying about yeah. resuscitation and all that stuff. Yeah. But it was on the stretcher that brought him in, and they move him in the operating room. Yeah. So like, what the fuck are they doing on him? They're not doing like serious shit. They're wheeling him in the operating room. Like he wasn't like in the governor. The governor lived. Shot under the yeah, but he had surgery. Yeah, he had shot in the operating room. Yeah, yeah, but when they moved moved him to the operating table, like one bullet, three three wounds. (laughs) (laughs) He got shot three times. Yeah, no, he got shot right under the the nipple, right under the nipple, and then the wrist, and then. And then to and his thigh. Yeah. And to his thigh. But you think they would notice a bullet just like flailing out of his so fucking leg? I guess it does make sense know. that it would be on his stretcher because that's the bullet. I mean, well, sure. If sure, there was a bullet, sure, it, sure, sure. I can if you're, agree. If, if you're gonna put it on one on somebody's stretcher, it might well be his. I think this is this is the logic the Warren Commission was using. I know, right? Well, I mean, the bullet ended yeah. in him, so it wouldn't be on a stretcher, right? Yeah. Conclusive. Yeah. <laughs> that's conclusive. Okay, so now. So put the bullet aside. <laughs> okay, the bullet is crazy. Next. Bullet is crazy. Okay. So now let's talk about the autopsy. I'm surprised the bullet wasn't like okay. in his pocket. Okay. So 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 we're at the autopsy. Okay. So JFK. So JFK was he died at Parkland. Yeah, at and the they, hospital. Yeah. And they said, okay, he's dead. Okay, good. So then Lyndon B. Johnson said, I'm not leaving without Jackie, and I'm not leaving without the body of JFK. JFK. Right. Dallas, or I mean Texas, has this thing where you can't remove the body. It's now jurisdiction of Dallas. Oh, they own like, it. That's, that's ours. So like, so you need a even you if you it's need the, the fucking pathologist. president. <laughs> yeah, 
You need yeah. the pathologist of some like in Dallas, the coroner, or the yeah, pathologist, like, like the, the chief, the Dallas fucking, chief yeah. medical whatever, the whatever. Yeah. So the Secret Service said, "Fuck yourself." Yeah, like yeah, we're taking like, him. Fuck this. What we're are you gonna this. do about it? Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, there's a great. I, I thought it was a good movie. It's called Parkland. It's with Billy Bob Thornton. You should check it out. Is he it's, drunk? Because it's all... No, no, no. Billy Bob Thornton only plays a drunk he's, guy? He's a, he's a Secret Service guy, mm. and uh, it's all about... Just about the hospital. So, yeah. like, the movie starts, he gets shot, he's at the hospital. And it's mm. all about everything that happens at the hospital. Oh, it's cool. actually I, pretty I, good. I, I don't yeah. watch that. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. But, anyways, so they, they, they remove uh, JFK. They get into the Air Force One. You know, Lyndon B. Johnson gets signed in. You know, Jackie's wearing the the pink dress with mm, the blood. And yeah. Let them see what they did to my husband, and you know yeah. that whole thing, right? <laughs> so JFK's autopsy was performed that night at Bethesda Naval Hospital, and the hospital though was not really experiencing unnatural autopsy deaths. I so mean, how was it unnatural? Guys, fucking shot. That's like an un. I mean, like natural would be like natural death. Oh, just like dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah like oh, yeah, heart like, attack, yeah, flu, pneumonia, yeah, like, gotcha. you know that sort of thing. Weird, weird being a naval hospital. They never like autopsied a, a shot, That's dude. True. That's true. It's a military hospital. It's true, right? Some motherfuckers get shot. Like, JFK, in the military? JFK's physician, which was Admiral, Admiral George Berkeley. <laughs> he, Damn, this is admirals. This physician. He's an admiral. So JFK's physician. Advised Steady Jackie hands. that it would be best if the autopsy was performed at a military hospital for security reasons and because JFK was in the Navy. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I'd be fine cool. with that. Yeah, so sure. the surgeon in charge was uh, a pathologist. He was a Navy commander, James Humes, and, he was, and his second in charge was Commander Thornton Boswell. Both doctors, you know. Yeah. But they were not really... Like patholo- like they're like this is my first autopsy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. Back, I've never yes. actually seen a dead body. So then they, they, they brought in a third, and the third was Colonel Pierre Fink, and he was a doctor, and he was with the Armed Forces Pathology, right? But they had not done an autopsy in like two years. Jesus fucking Christ! They're like, wait, do we? Their do we jobs, cut his chest open? No, <laughs> and it's marked. Their jobs were were like ivory tower. Pathologists. Oh, Meaning so they're like they didn't actually. They're like, we're the hands on. We're, we're the force. Yeah. Give me yeah. the papers. Let me sign them. Yeah, that's right. Right. This is so sketchy. It's the fucking president of the United yeah. States. Yeah, that's sketchy. Fuck. Yeah. Get so, some like green so, pathologists. Here. So there's three inadequately prepared pathologists rolled up their sleeves to unravel the mystery of JFK's murder. And, and the they key were like, to the case was no to determine where. the evidence of where the direction of the bullets had come from. Right. Mm-hmm. And whether or not there was another gunman, perfect. So that so the, was like so. They used three dudes have never done gunshot autopsies, yeah. and they haven't done autopsies yeah. in years. And they're like, determine which direction the bullet came from. They're yeah, like, oh, okay. <laughs> so the, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> so the 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 final conclusions though of the autopsy report was that there was no conspiracy. Essentially, if you read, like, you can go online and you can read the, the autopsy report. It's pretty obvious that it's like no. It's all good. Like nothing yeah. happened. They're like, what yeah. direction did it come from? No direction. But what's interesting, and this is this is the interesting part, is they were given information ahead of time, and and the argument is that they made their minds were up. Kind of they biased. made their minds up. They're like, yeah. So they Oswald were... killed it from this angle. This is the angle that it came That's from. Right. They're like, yeah, it came from this angle. That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. you're a colonel. Well, I got a general saying yeah. it came from this angle. <laughs> 
So they, they were given this, the following, which was three shots were heard and the president fell forward bleeding from the head. Right? He got shot in the fucking neck though. And then he got shot in the head afterwards. That's the interesting what part the about fuck? this whole thing. You don't right? bleed from your head and get shot yeah. in the neck. Yep. Yeah. Damn, that's so sketchy. This is fucking... Yeah. Yeah. fucking back of his head blew off. No, because it's weird because he got shot... Because even in the video... Jackie's picking up his brains off the yeah. back of the up the back yeah. of the car. Was it the brains or the ear? Wasn't it the no, ear? No, it was his fucking it was his brain. She's scooping up his brains off the back of the car. Ugh. So that means he had to get shot. I guess you could get shot in the back of the head and your brains go on about the back, but usually yeah. you think the exit wound would blow the fucking brains. Ugh. And she's scooping up his fucking skull and shit like Yeah. It's fucked up. And I the fact that she was like had the wherewithal to scoop it up. Good, yeah, for you, good for you. I'd have them passed out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, 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 straight up. <laughs> Jumped out of the car. <laughs> Sorry, honey. I'm out. <laughs> so here's here's the weird part about the autopsy. The report is that there were two shots that hit him. Right? Yeah. yeah. One in the throat. So one one the in the throat. And then remember, he grabs his wrist. Yeah. He, grabs he grabs his, his throat. He's like, fuck. He's like, hey, I'm actually like dying or something. And, like, and, shot, actually and says, he gets shot in the head. He gets shot in the head. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Then he gets to Parkland Hospital, and they they one of the doctors says there's a pulse, which is a miracle. It's a miracle. I don't yeah. know how they had a pulse or a heartbeat or like the there's faintest. Something happening. There's something alive, yeah. right? Okay, so they do a tracheotomy, which is pretty much putting a breathing tube through your throat. That's right. Mm-hmm. So where where where's the, where's the other wound? In his head. No, the other one. In his throat. Throat. The first uh, one. The first one was throat. So now where would you do a tracheotomy? In the throat. Throat. It's where your trachea is, which is in the, right there. So they fucking took the throat wound. And cut it. And cut it. And enlarged it. Oh, so you... Ooh. So now all traces of the wound, of the throat wound, is tampered with and messed up. Oh, yeah, so but you're not thinking about that when you're trying to save the no, president. No, but no, here's like, no, no, I know, but I mean, no, but here's the thing. Yes. Here's the thing. It gets complicated. It's still, yeah, the fact no, remains. No, no, Jorge, it gets complicated. So where's where's uh, where's this uh, hospital, Maryland? No, the no. naval hospital. Oh, the naval. Oh, uh, the naval one. Uh, oh, I don't. Bethesda. 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 Bethesda is Maryland. Yes, yeah, in Maryland. Maryland. Okay, yeah. good. So just imagine you're a pathologist in Maryland. You get a body, right? And all you see is a tracheotomy. Wound or wound, yeah, and a head wound. You're like you, you got, don't see the throat wound. No, not at yeah. all. Yeah. So you're you, like, in, your, me. in uh. your autopsy report, if you're kind of like amateur, well, no, no, you would see it from the back. If yeah, you, if you, you got shot, if you got shot the in the back of the neck, there's yeah. still a bullet hole in the back. But that's of the neck. where it gets all really fucking confusing. It's, so the, the initial reports were that the pathologist didn't even know. He got there shot was a the throat neck. wound. Oh what? They didn't even they turn. They thought him. it was a tracheotomy. They like didn't even turn him over. They're just like a oh, headshot. <laughs> and then addi- additionally, in the, in the the report, it's not a throat wound. It's it's five inches below the Adam's apple. So five inches is down here. Oh wow! So it's like almost like through his shoulder. So he Shit. yes. So he the, so the initial report was that there's a, oh so there's it comes up it comes here. up like right here and he's like oh like fuck yeah. you grab here because it's like you'll yeah. know what to fucking do, dude. Weird. So the pathologist claimed, know, but then but then you know once they do the autopsy then they would have reported that there was a wound in the chest cavity, but there wasn't. 
So that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm like, there's better autopsies for like randos, yeah, than there is for the president. God damn. Like, Jesus Christ. So the pathologist claimed that during the time they had access to JFK's remains, they only knew that JFK had what they believed was an entrance wound in the back with no exit wound. Oh my god! But in addition, a tracheotomy wound in the throat, which is what we're saying. Mm. So, okay, so it's meaning, like, the exit wound could have been through the throat, but the tracheotomy, it, like, made that unseeable. Unseeable, that's right. They were also convinced that the bullet must have come out somewhere. Well, obviously, it's not his fucking body. Because yeah. the x-rays had shown that there was no bullet left in his body. Right. So initially, if I saw it, I'd be like, oh, the bullet's somewhere in his body. They're like, it came out of his butt. Yeah, that's but there's the only no... That's the only way to explain it. No, no, like, it's stuck in there, but... Then but the X-ray, huge, there's nothing there. The huge problem is Plus, that no was bullet. the magic bullet, so obviously it had to come out and yeah, hit, so hit, hit Connolly. It hit Connolly, yeah. yeah. Like, it had to come out. Yeah. <laughs> so the only explanation that they said had occurred to them during the autopsy was that perhaps a bullet had entered JFK's back shallowly and was later massaged out during resuscitation at Parkland. Oh, please. Come on. Get the fuck out of town. So in other words, when so, JFK's body left the morgue, they were supposedly still uncertain about the fate of the bullet that they believed. Okay, so they're saying that like hit him in the back. They're saying like, okay, that bullet massage out. So the, so out of the three shots, two hit JFK and one hit Connolly. I, they're not saying what happened to the bullets. They're just saying they couldn't find the bullet and it must have been massaged out of the back. No, but I'm saying like if that bullet was massaged out of his back. The, there had to be a third bullet because that was supposedly right. the bullet that went through him and hit Connolly. So if it was massaged out of his back, that bullet could have never been in Connolly. Therefore, the third shot would have had to have been the one that hit Connolly because two bullets hit JFK. And if the one that went through his throat was massaged out of his back, how the fuck could it be on the stretcher? That went, went like, it's impossible. It made it to the stretcher. It, it was massaged like, down. Yeah, two oh, elevators. <laughs> two floors down in the lobby. Because it, it falls oh out the window. Oh, my God. See what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, it makes no, it impossible. Hear, hear, because hear, that so, was the bullet. So after multiple phone calls <laughs> back between the Naval Hospital and Dallas and Parkland Hospital... Like going, hey, what happened with the throat wound? They had like four phone calls, like back and forth. Like, I don't, we don't really get what happened. Uh, Essentially, they determined that the wound that went in his back exited out his out throat. throat. Yeah. See, this is why you can't do after the 60s, political assassinations became a thing of the past because like people started asking questions yeah. after the yeah. 60s. They're like, well, wait, what? What? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah. So then, we should, we should cut this out. Yeah. So then, in 1969, Pierre Fink, which was the third pathologist, mm-hmm. he said a, an out of place general who was in the room in the morgue, who was not a physician, ordered that the pathologist not dissect the back wound. Oh, hmm. maybe. So there was just some guy who was a general. They, he was not part of his physician network or whatever you know department. Yeah. And he said, don't dissect the back see, wound. See, my, my thing with that is, like, I, I'm really curious because, like, nowadays, like, they're, they're super thorough when they do these yeah. types of things. Like, I'd be really curious to see if, like, the diameter of the entry wound, because an entry wound is going to be almost virtually the exact size of the bullet in, in right. most cases, because the exit wound is one that's always bigger. The entry wound right. is always, like, so what if the entry wound was, like, 
a different caliber, like mm. different size. Mm. That would have been the evidence. He's like, don't look at it, bro. That would have been the evidence. Don't even, maybe. Think, don't even think about it. I know. That's weird. The main thing here is is that that even the pathologist didn't know that there was a wound in the neck. They thought it was the tracheotomy. The tracheotomy. Yeah. Right. And that, that's the, the big bullshit, confusion. Man. Yeah, that's the big confusion that occurred. And honestly, it just sounds like a sloppy autopsy just and a sloppy, super sloppy. Yeah. Three dudes have no fucking clue what they're fucking, doing. Yeah. Why would so, you put those guys on it? Yeah. So one know. of one of the pathologists, their assistants, revealed that he was unaware of a throat wound and he said i quote i was real surprised at the fact later on that the tracheotomy site was supposed to have been a bullet wound <laughs> so obviously the whole crew there just didn't even know <laughs> what was going on yeah wow. that there was a throat wound jesus christ so either so the argument is either it was what ineptitude or like it's a slip shot it's fucking like lazy horrible like they don't know what they're doing or it was a cover-up. It just seems that, like, when it's something of that magnitude, yeah. like, the, the the odds of it being this ineptitude are, like, zero. It's it's the fucking... It's it's the most important motherfucker in the right. country. And you're going to have some dudes who have no idea what yeah. they're doing? Yeah. It just seems too weird. Like, I could get a better autopsy tonight if I got killed. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. And I'm nobody. <laughs> like, I'm literally no one. So there was one one interesting part. Uh, so author Harrison Livingston reported that another Parkland source, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Can't remember Parkland, a Parkland source. source. It's like for, the janitor. Yeah. <laughs> so in a 91 interview, Livingston said that the Parkland hospital nurse named Audrey Bell told oh, him. Oh, that's her source. Uh, yeah, okay. Audrey Bell told him, Dr. Perry was up all night. He came into my office the next day and sat down and looked terrible having not slept. I never saw anybody look so dejected. Slap me on the butt. They called, <laughs> they called him from Bethesda two or three times in the middle of the night to try to get him to change the entrance wound in the throat to an exit wound. What? Huh. Confusing. What the fuck? So the idea, the conspiracy here is that it was from the front. Right, right, right. Oh. Entry. Yeah. Entry. Crazy. Oh, maybe that's why they're like, out of me now. Stat. <laughs> maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But usually the exit wound is, is far, pretty so, apparent. far bigger. It's pretty it's obvious. usually bigger than the, yeah. than the entrance wound, typically. Yeah. Anyways, the, the, the autopsy was just... Just a fucking, a fucking shit, shit show. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. a shit show. Like, how um, do you fuck that up? It's the fucking yeah. president, bro. Yeah. God. Yeah, but you think it was on purpose that they put these guys on there to yeah, cover the, it up, or just the, happened to be that or they just just stupid. Were, yeah, they were just so stupid. It, no, I think it's like like they did just graduate and they're like, "You want to get a promotion, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Better do an autopsy." Okay, and then, and, then, <laughs> and, and then just the last thing on this part, which is uh, so in the autopsy, obviously you remove the brain. Oh yeah, for yeah. Sure. So you remove the brain, yeah. and then you're supposed to like archive it and put it in the archives. I mean, it's the president's brain, so yeah. I would assume so that like you a, would put it in like a vault. It's an important brain. And do something. Put it with in like it, a right? jar. So in 1966, <laughs> it was it like was a standard thing. Like uh, I don't I don't know about this. Like, I don't, I, really, I, I, the president, I, you just like I've never, I've never done an autopsy. No, I mean, yeah, it's like what the fuck? we haven't had a, a president shot and killed, so I would assume that that would be a. A thing. Important th- I don't yeah, know. an important I don't know. Thing. I, don't, I, don't I actually I don't, don't know. know. 
Anyway, so sounds weird to me, but keep going. But so in 1966, it was requested in, from the archives to retrieve his brain. Oh, they, so there are archives. They're like, we need the brain. Yeah, so they were right. like, let's do, let's do more research this on three this. Years, more this information. Is three years later. Yeah, three yeah. years later, gone. <laughs> we misplaced it. I don't know. It was on lay. It was on layaway, and we listed this literally like, JFK's brain is gone. went missing. <laughs> what, what the? the fuck? Can't find it. <laughs> he can't find his brain to this day. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I put it in there. It's, it's in the archive. Uh, didn't we just do an episode on Hitler's bones? They 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 still have them in the Soviet Union. Yeah, the Soviet yeah. Union is like we're never giving them up. But like two years later, after JFK is killed, we lost his brain. I know they literally still have his That's like ashy fucking burnt bones. So weird. <laughs> like JFK's brain. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what brain? What brain? So this episode was the episode where I was like, oh, there's so much. It's just so much weird so much shit. Either, so many holes. Yeah, so it's many like, holes. Like either stupid or. It's just insane. I guess, I guess the only thing I, I try to track it up to maybe is there's so much chaos that people don't know how to deal with chaos. I mean, right? Like, oh, yeah. Like the foundation of the United States was shook. I understand yeah. that, and everybody like doesn't know what to do. Trauma, what do you know? Like, what do you yeah. know? Everybody's in the in the operating room. Yeah, There's, yeah. There, there were forty people while they were trying to resuscitate him. Okay. Forty people in one room. No, you ever, you know what I mean? No, but like, dude, when you're doing when you're doing an autopsy, it's your 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 sole job is to cut open human bodies. Yeah, like and to figure out. What you don't fuck. really get shook when you're doing it for like the three thousandth time. You're like mm-hmm. body. Like whatever, like you're just like fucking. It's just like it's what you do for your job. It's like a very yeah. mechanical, yeah, like going it's, through it's, the motions. Like you can't. It's see, a procedural. You, yeah, you don't, procedural you don't thing. see yeah. it as a human. You see it as like a, as like a mechanical, a mechanical yeah. thing. Like all right, this is what I do. I gotta yeah. cut open the rib cage. I gotta look at the organs. Okay, whatever. It's not like you're. I, yeah. I understand in the operating room for sure. Like yeah. I, I guarantee everyone's like freaking the fuck out in the operating room. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But like, he's already dead, and you're doing an autopsy. He's dead. It's 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 already too late. Yeah, it should be. He's already it should be calmer. <clears throat> yeah, it's like, like he's, it yeah, be. it's like you're not really freaking out at that point. Operating it's room. It's not even in Dallas anymore. No, it's like operating yeah. room freaking the fuck out. He's dead. Yeah. Autopsy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Get to work. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think Eric was saying that they were freaking out in the autopsy. That was more like before, right? Like just operating the whole, room. Like the whole yeah, like story the whole thing, is like, sure. like everybody's just the whole thing. I, which it, I understand. I'm just saying but mistakes are made and, and I don't know. I, yeah, I a lot that. of this stuff is concerning. And if we if, like going over the details you were going over, like when they were doing the autopsy, they were definitely – Maybe not freaking out, but they just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They didn't like, know those guys were calling the, no you know, calling like, what the, hey, like, what's hey, the thing you sure this throat? was up? Like, <laughs> is this JFK? You sure this is JFK? <laughs> you said it was a BB gun? Oh, it's a BB gun. It's John Fitzgerald, right? <laughs> John Fitzgerald Kennedy? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. You guys got coffee up there? <laughs> <laughs> Although we're not doing the right accent. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's the that's the episode on holes, man. I was pretty certain before this episode, like I was like, this is, I get it now, but like these, I don't know, these ones, these no, ones really kind of like made me go, this I is know. weird. It's just because I'm yeah. sorry, this but like strange. when the stakes are that high and when it's that high profile a person, there 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 can't be that much ineptitude. Yeah, 
Like, yeah. if it was a random dude, yeah. obviously, there's yeah. people are going to make mistakes. And they're going to be like, no one cares. Yeah. But, like, there can't be that many fucking mistakes. Yeah. I agree. When agree. it's the biggest thing in yeah. the history of the United yeah. States. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. And it wasn't even after with all the, you know, trauma going on and the chaos. And the, it was even before. Like, we were going yeah. over, like, you know, That's all right. these things that were reported to the FBI. And, you like, know, all oh, just happened things. to lose this shit. And... I know. Yeah. I know. Well, we uh, next episode is our our uh, all the conspiracy theories the finale, it, the conclusion, our decision, I guess. The uh, pierre resistance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then and then maybe we can take a break and move on from JFK. <laughs> Jesus. Thank you guys for staying stay, yes. staying steadfast. Absolutely. Throughout this six hours of fucking Absolutely. content on JFK, but and it's then, a big deal. Yeah. And then no, it's and a then big deal. I'll email mm-hmm. Biden our conclusion. Which he, I don't know if he can even read, so <laughs> no. he might not get that. I'm sorry, that Wait, man. Some, he'll get someone to read it to him. What yeah. do you think? Bedtime what do you think? Story. What do you think his email is? Uh, Joe He's at like, us.gov. No, what, what, what is the thing he always? What is? Come on, man! It's like come on, man! At, yeah. at, at aol.com. AOL. <laughs> and like. like uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Earthlink. Earthlink.net. Earthlink. Yeah, Earthlink.net. Exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a good night. Right, Thanks we'll a bunch. We'll catch you next time, guys. Later. Hey, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to reach out to us, please email us at info at theconspiracypodcast.com. You can check us out on Instagram at a conspiracy podcast. Also, don't forget to subscribe. You can catch a new podcast almost every week. Just hit the little subscribe button at the top. It's a plus sign. We love show ideas, corrections, hate mail. Thanks a bunch.